Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do, 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 do. Exciting and new. Go online. Hmm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 Day Beyonce Marrying someone you've only met on your phone Be they French or Chinese A brand new K-1 visa's the key Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love It's reality, yes, let's love Poodle, make this make sense to me of why Pat is shopping for consignment clothes and she owns a yacht. She owns a yacht. <laughs> what did we do fucking wrong? <laughs> Pat owns a yacht. She is at the British version of Ross Dress for Less. <laughs> and y'all, she's the kind of bitch who tells people she's got a yacht. She tells the bitch she now, has a yacht. Now, it's interesting. The way she said it was like, I'll make sure to schedule the yacht. So I think this is a renter. Is it a timeshare yacht? It is a timeshare yacht. <laughs> if you have a yacht, first of all, we would love to do a live show for you personally on your yacht. What I also... Won't be that expensive. What? <laughs> but yes, it is going to have to be in Greece. It will you, be very expensive. You are going to have to hire men for Poodle and I. It will be very expensive. I'm going to tell you that right now. And there will need to be a private chef. You say very expensive, but you're cheap. So you're like... You're, so oh, wait. We're paying for it? No, they're paying for us. Your very expensive is like $10,000. That's yeah. nothing. That's why you undersell yourself. That's nothing. See, you should have said $100,000. I know NASA's could have paid $100,000 and you just sold your ass for ten grand. This hmm. is why we're in this living room oh, doing well. this show. I do need to sell myself better. You're worth, you know what? You're not, but your asshole's worth more, <laughs> poodle. Worth its weight in whole. <laughs> <laughs> What's 
stupid. Um, we this are. is 90 Day this UK. This is 90 Day UK. Season one, episode eight. What I learned. Who does that to a person? Who does that to a person? One thing I learned, I'm quite certain that was Victoria who said that. Had to be. Yeah. The perpetual victim of sorrow. I wanted to say, who does that to their bangs? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Is it possible that she cuts them worse every time? Yeah, I think she's always trimming them and she can't stop. It's like trichotillomania. Trichotillomania. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) That is also someone who pulls out their eyelashes. But they can't stop. Lots of things people can't stop. It's like yes, and I'm not. I know some people you have that. So I'm no, not that's making, a real thing. I'm not making fun of that, but yeah. it's like an upset. But there is like there is a thing where you can't stop. So I meant it to not make fun. I meant like literally, what if she can't stop cutting your hair? <laughs> like she has to. Um, What's that called? So I need to move on. I need to move on for for my own sanity. <laughs> Besides, the other thing I learned in this episode is Pat is an asshole. She's just an asshole because she's throwing her wealth around. She she's is. wanting everyone to know she's got a yacht. She's like that guy on Saturday Night Live, that, that guy, two assholes trying to buy a car. Yep. I mean, the Jason Sudeikis character. Yep. How much you charge for that? Blah, blah, blah. Because I like, I got lots of money. Blah, blah, blah. She is kind of like that. Saying you've got a yacht, telling everyone the crossing guard. The woman at Ross Dress for Less, the British version. It's true. Do we just like Jason Sudeikis? He's in Ted Lasso, but didn't he serve? He served Olivia Wilde divorce papers. Boy, she's just had a shit year, hasn't she? (laughs) Um, I don't. I I like a lot of things to her. I want to. She's. When you see her at place, when she, you see her at Vince, she just looks miserable. She looks very unhappy. She looks very unhappy. Well, I don't think we ever talked about it on a free feed show, but y'all, he spat on him. That's our he, that's our position. No, he Harry Styles spit on Chris Pine. He spit on Chris that Pine. That is the official reality guy's position. That is the position. Mainly yeah. because we think he spit on him in other places, too. If you, That's what we want. You could show me a flow chart saying how it would be impossible for... Him to spit on Chris Pine for Harry Styles to spit on Chris Pine, I would. I first of all, I would take that flowchart and crumble it up and throw it your face, um, because I need to believe that. It's re- I need to. I need my Santa Claus. I know you do. <laughs> um, uh, yes, uh, kind of like. A, do you? But do you think? Uh, do you think because he served Olivia Wilde while she was like talking? Yeah, and like someone came up, no, like s- right before she was doing a junket for a movie. I think this movie. No, I don't know if it was this movie. It was earlier. It was a couple months ago. That woman's cursed this year. She just needs to go away to Woodland Hills their, and just stay there for a year. Their their relationship it seemed like played out where it was almost like you ask a certain person and they would say, "Oh, he's the awful one." You ask a different person, it was she's the awful one. I'm so it's probably a little bit of I assholery don't know. in both. I, d- I don't know. Um, Jason Sudeikis is very non-asexual to me. Oh, I think he's so hot to me. Oh, I think he's oh, so he's sexy. he's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Solved. Point made. Solved. <laughs> Point made. Y'all, if I think you're hot, if I think someone's hot, they're probably a dick. <laughs> I've always kind of sympathized with Olivia Wilde. I thought she's been she was I think she's been great. But um I, I love I love the statements she I love her social media. I love the the statements especially what she the statements she makes about women. 
um, in filmmaking and women in the, in the in the industry. I was looking forward to that movie. It looked good. Well, it's going to do well now. It's going to do well for now for one reason. Because that the press the press around that movie, don't worry, darling, has eclipsed anything that it was about. Oh, yeah. and what's her name? Florence Pugh hates her. <laughs> hates her. Yeah, she's like she was wonderful in our film, and they they congr- And that's all I hired her to do. And they and they they uh, someone tagged uh, Florence Pugh said something blah blah. This everyone was so great on the movie. Uh, uh, blah blah blah. Props to my guy and someone else in the movie. Didn't mention anybody else. Didn't tag anybody. Yeah, it's it's the kind of cat fight that everyone's it's here pretty for. Juicy, I have yeah. to say. Let's talk about this show, which was eh, juicy-ish. I I found Shauna this Christine, episode very confusing. Um, a lot of things changed this episode, and so. It, we don't know how many episodes. Um, I, asked, I think it's 10. I asked some people, but funny, I didn't hear from back. But <laughs> oh well. Um, I want to say it's 10. I feel like it's 10 because this is episode 8. It feels like we're, we've got to put in things to make. What, what we the, have. We've got to put in the edit to, for something to resolve. How long has it been since we've seen Bridie and Host? Host. Oh my God. Yeah. We haven't seen them in like two episodes or three. Yeah. It's been a while. I think we called it. They don't have problems. and cause They we, just fuck like mad people. Oh, yeah. And we didn't get a kid in Alejandro no. this episode. They're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. So I feel like I feel like we're going to wrap up. Um, we're going to wrap up. No uh, Richard either. No Richard. We're going to wrap up the fine. Emma storyline probably soon. She's going to go to Turkey. And oh, we didn't have Emma, see, but we're going to see her next. See her gay lover. Not not her God, gay lover, her lover who's gay. Are there more couples than seven? It feels like there's so many people. But no, there was only four couples this episode. So. Yeah. Just a lot of, and a lot of confusing stuff about Victoria and Sean. Let's jump in. Okay. So we kind of are left with the last cliffhanger. We find out Victoria, because she's like... I left the room because I found out for the first time that uh, or Sean showed me his divorce papers on his phone. And she says, the music is so dramatic. <laughs> yeah. It's like they spent all their money on music. They spent all their money. On, and she's she's like, for the first time, I decided to Google divorce in <laughs> Japan. I, this was a screech. <laughs> this was definitely a screech. I just went, I can't help you. I'm doing something I should have done earlier. I googled divorce in Japan. And that's where she goes, this doesn't look like what he showed me. This is all bullshit. I'm sorry. If she really wanted a straight answer from him, she would bring in her fucking Japanese teacher. Yes. This is... Hire a translator. There. This is absolutely infuriating. At this point, I know everyone's telling Victoria to leave. I'm saying, Sean, leave. I agree. Leave. Because she's going to... She's a punisher. Yeah, she she only wants to feel like she's two things. She wants to feel like the perpetual victim for sure, and to punish him for yep. the things he's done. Yep, which she will never stop talking never about. Stop and talking. y'all, he's a piece of shit. He's a liar. Don't get me wrong. Yes. He's a con man. As he says, it's very hard to keep the story straight when you're not a what when you're not say? a good author. When you're not a good author. 
But yes, so she she finds out that in Japan someone can get divorced without their without the other person's consent. Which I didn't. I've never gotten divorced, so I guess that is true. I never thought happens about it. in lots of countries. But yes, um, <laughs> you've had many in lots of countries. Some still don't know I've divorced. But I guess them. the way it works in the U.S. is both people have to sign the divorce. Papers, I think so. I guess it yes. works that way in England as well. I think under that's true unless there's extenuating there's a, yeah like it's abuse like abuse or... and things like that yeah. Water, though. What are you looking for? What's behind me? Oh, God. Please don't <laughs> knock it over. It's fine. It's fine. You really need to relax tonight. And you know what I mean when I say that. I'm going to get it done. Cause slap, cause slap. Gonna slap, gonna slap. So, so she says, okay. She's like, I'm going to go back in there, but he probably won't tell me, which a part of her is like, I hope he, it's a weird kink for her. Yeah, no, it just feels like that. And so she goes back in there and she says, she goes into Sean. She's like, so I've been Googling divorce in Japan. (laughs) And anyway, and so she's like, she basically shows him and he's like, oh, no, that's not true. And he shows she's basically his doesn't have a stamp that hers has. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. the whole ep- their whole storyline frustrates me to the point where I want to like snap a couple pencils and just throw them onto the floor. So here's my question. I don't think this is true, but I got to ask. Is it fraudacity? Like is it like we never saw the divorce document? Yeah. Uh, which is not really 90 let- day fiance. I don't think it is, but there's just something like let me missing. Let me go further. Here's the oh issue. Oh, God, I don't like it. You, now there's going to be aliens involved <laughs> when Poodle goes further. No, I just want to tell you about why things aren't lining up. The storytelling here doesn't make sense. And when the storytelling here, when the storytelling doesn't make sense. Because, yeah, why it, is she still with him after all? She it is about when, when people aren't behaving like they normally would, it either means things have been massaged to make us feel a certain way. This is not even that. No. This is just confusing. It's almost like and the problem is with them, not yes. the storytelling. And the confounding thing is in the next scene when they're just going to color me mine. <laughs> the British version of color with a color. Color me. Color. color. Color me mine. I have to stop. I have to stop myself from spelling it that way because that's how you spell it in cosmetics. And so I always put a U now in color. I have to tell myself not to do it. No one cares. I'm glad you followed that up. (laughs) And then she's like, oh, I believe him now. So, and then she's just like, nothing is wrong. And they're painting their pictures and he's, he's funny. She's like, it says to be applied by an adult, but is he funny? He's just, she laughs because he's just, Throwing around paint like a child. And, and she goes, and he says, you're cute. She goes, you're cute. And he says, you're cute. You're cute. And that's when I threw my pad down and went, I want you both to die uh, in a horrible way. Hopefully together. <laughs> I don't want that. I do. But I, I do, want that. I do want, I, I asked you of this at the beginning about Pat, but it really is about them. Help me make sense of this, Victoria and Sean, because I, it doesn't make I sense. I honestly don't know. I'm so confused. Um, 
Like where? <sighs> so here, if there's two episodes left of this, where you know, I'm not gonna ask that yet because yeah. again, so much happened to one, them. One thing that I thought is that they had a lot of footage of them shot at different times. And they just kind of edited them in a no-order fashion. Yeah. Because I don't feel like the pottery thing... Her hairstyle changes, I Yeah, Because she cuts her bangs too much. You know that fucking um, continuity kept saying, Victoria, stop cutting your hair. And she kept saying, I'm really happy and I believe you now. And they paint... She paints a picture of him... And I still say there's zero chemistry between the two. And I don't know if maybe I'm thinking about chemistry. Obviously, there's no like bridey host chemistry where they're about to rip off each other's clothes at every moment. They've never, haven't they? Most every other couple mentioned or talked, except for Callum and Marvin, most other couples have talked about like what it was like to have sex. Yeah. Host and Bridie did it. Yeah. Richard and Christine talked about it. Yeah. Um, Even Katie and Alejandro. Katie and Alejandro. Like, so who else? Um, uh, not Emma talked, because they haven't. Yeah, they haven't. And not Pat because... They haven't. But Richard <laughs> has hinted at it some. Yeah. But there's been no talk of them. Even even Sean and Christine, there's been talk of yeah. Boom Boom. Boom Boom. Yeah. There's, there's been no talk... That, so they don't seem like they're attracted. It seems like well, they're schoolmates. I think they, they might be, but it's in such a chaste way. And I think maybe I, I, I keep thinking that she's very rep- repressed and he's culturally so not trying to be so asexual. I, I can't figure out either. I, I think they're together because it's convenient. Do you just have an aneurysm? No, I'm just. <laughs> it's, it's. I think. I think it's convenient for him, but I think that's where I'm confused about is what's her motive in this. I think she wants to be an influencer as well. I think the only thing. But they're I both see, terrible at it. I think maybe she'll eventually want to live in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Like have dual citizenship. Well, everything she has on her T-shirts, everything she owns is an obsession with Japan. Yeah, so I think so, she just wants to be able to live in Japan. I don't think she – she's not all there. Like it's – she's not – there's an, there's an obsessive tendencies for her. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really don't like her. She's one of the cast members – Besides Pat being an asshole, kind of being an entitled asshole. But Pat's... But because she's kind of fun. She also dances when she talks about Jesus, so she's fun. I don't like Victoria. I actively don't like her. It's not that I don't dislike her, (laughs) but I don't like her. I'm just kind of like, ah. I will say, I'm going to bring up this next part because this is hard for you. I know this is triggering to you. I know that you have... um, been stranded in Paris many a time when someone <laughs> took your passport or yeah. whatever. I yeah. know there's a lot of... They hit- like to steal those boys. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. Yeah. Well... They say ca- they're straight, uh, and then but they you- go straight away with my wallet. Yeah. <laughs> but you did tell them you're a virgin, right? That's How true. How do you say that in French? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 
I don't know. We're going oh, to the weird area. Oh, God. Please don't try. You're uh, going to say something wrong. Vierge. Vierge. Yeah. Vierge. <laughs> of course you knew it. Vierge. Because mm-hmm. you've said it. Je suis en vierge. Je suis <laughs> in vierge. Y'all, when, when he vierge. said it, he pulled his hand up to him like a gay Tyrannosaurus Rex and went, Je suis en vierge. <laughs> In. Whatever. The lady kind. Oh, God. What? Okay. When she said that he got detained, I did laugh like a howler monkey on this. And then. Because he's so stupid. And then it was this moment where, because he got detained because he wouldn't say. He said he was traveling alone and wouldn't declare a job. So he wouldn't say what his job was. He said, he said being he... detained happens all the time. It's fine. That's... I don't know what she's getting worried about. <laughs> happens to be every trip. Because what you don't know is the Japanese passport is, what did he say? It's very powerful. They simply misunderstood my visa free time. I guess they didn't understand he had a Japanese passport. Again, <clears throat> It doesn't but make sense. Every country he goes to, he gets detained. She's apoplectic on the ground. And, oh. we, and then she's so mad at him. And then when that does happen. And why wouldn't he tell them his job? He's a YouTuber. That's not a weird job anymore. There are so, I have so many, it's almost like we're in some type of like, like it's Kafka some, novel. Yes. And I don't, I, I want to ask questions, but I don't know what language I'm speaking. Is he the Japanese <laughs> Jason Bourne and it just has I, many identities? It's really frustrating. I, I, I think that either something happened and this story was cut to ribbons in the way it was edited or, or. They cut out so much of the story that we're not allowed to see that it's nonsensical now. Or, yeah, Sean is so manipulative and not telling even the producers what the whole story is. Right, they're just chasing him around like a like a uh, a circus clown car, just mm-hmm. da, 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 trying to pick up whatever. Because I could see that too. Because he is we, a compulsive liar. Please talk about Sean and Christine. <laughs> I will right after the break. Okay. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals, you know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Song 
Songfinch. Yes, our Canadian fans loved the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our song, Finch Song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Christine, Christine, Christine Doyle, you have no money, Christine. <laughs> Where have you gone? I'm in my angel. You have no money, Christine. We can't go into this. No, we'll go into a whole thing of the fan. I apologize for Phantom of the Opera. Um. So, this pillow needs to make sense. <laughs> you, you went around. <laughs> Can't get comfortable. Now you're me. Okay. So, uh, 
they're they have I will say one thing about Night Day UK. They have the strangest title cards. I wrote that down too. At one point there they're was one pointing thing at of, each other. They're pointing at one point she's just like kind of kissing him on the cheek and staring in death at the camera. It's it's that, so weird. It's so weird and campy. But I kind of like it. I like it too, but can you imagine can you imagine Tiffany and Ronald doing that? No. No, I can't. Like he just picks up Daniel like he's being human trafficked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gotcha. <laughs> Don't take my child. There's just there's just Kalani and his Swelu and his mom's there and he's just dangling money in front of her. <laughs> she's trying to snatch it. I like this da- idea. Danielle and Muhammad, she's just taking a binder and like <laughs> just ma- throw- mimicking throwing it at him. <laughs> Psych. They should start doing that. I think there's there's part of this show that doesn't take itself very seriously, and it's those title cards. Yeah. Everything else is extremely serious. Yes. Uh, like, And I think certain couples are more serious than others, but the title cards are never serious. No. And Sean and Christina are definitely – who knew when we started out watching him? I'm kind of the most excited to always watch them. I really like her. I really like her. She's she's the standout for me. Who, besides Katie Alejandro, but uh, it's different because Katie's just just goodness, and so is Alejandro. I but I want the best for Christina, and I want her yeah. to succeed. She and also I just respect her because she's just so not in a brutal way. She's so kindly, radically honest. I agree. Um, and sadly, we're going to be. We're going to be treated to a big uh, reveal for her later on. It's like Shakespearean where she's talking to her family going, don't worry, he takes care of me. He's just a little messy, but that's Dramatic it. Dramatic irony. Everything is all good. And literally you just hear boom, 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 right. thunder rolling. And the ghost of Hamlet's father comes yes. in. <laughs> Hi, Upper Potter. <laughs> uh, so, so uh, she's basically she's calling her kids, and they're like, "What's your relationship now?" Like, he, she's like, "It's good. Everything's fine. Can't you tell?" But I'm his boss, and he does what I says. The house is a little dirty, but you know, the organization is a problem. But everything else is great. And she says, "It's really painful being away from them, and I miss the Philippines, and I want my kids to realize that, uh, to to think that I'm happy." Because I've just found out he's not paying his bills or his rent. And yeah, this is in her, her in the moment, her idea. I called this last week, if you remember. Yeah, you did say that. But y'all, she's um, not paying the rent, the electricity, the power for the boiler, everything. And she said, I have to embrace this because this is my life now. And I just got sick I, to my stomach. I said, said this it. before, and I felt bad about saying it, but I don't anymore. <laughs> I don't think he's lived independently until now. Yeah. I think he might have lived in like some kind of type of group home setting. Something. Um, or with his parents. Yeah. Um, well, I think, yeah, I don't think Sean functions well on his own. He does not. Um, Without some, maybe he does, but he's got to have constant guidance. Something, something isn't firing all of all the time i think order structure are very hard for him to keep yeah and he needs someone to kind of that's why he really likes christine i mean he wants 
it's not like he wants a mother. He just needs someone to give him order in life. I agree with you. I think one of the saddest things is I watched her face just go into reconciliation when she's like, this is my life now. This and is what I need to sadly, do. Sadly, she didn't see it because she's only seen him in the Philippines. Yes. Yes. And so— Y'all, that before you have a baby with someone, see how they live. That's true. See how they live. That seems like a pretty ra- <laughs> ran- pretty rational advice. Before you have a baby, check their house. Now, Sean is with his mom uh who is worried about worried strangely about Christine's targeting his son's financial gain. Or she's worried that Christine's in her financial gain. I think this is one of those things the producers asked her about. She doesn't bring that up to she him. She doesn't. Though. She says that it was in a her shitty IPM. thing to say, though. It was a shitty thing to say. They have a child, but yet when she's talking to Sean, it actually was all about Christine. Like, yes, you've got to it tell was, her. This is there is it. There, that did feel like a producer. There line. are inconsistencies in this show that they the, this version of the show that they've been able to get away with, and they, sometimes they show themselves in a way I'm like, ugh. The interesting thing here, y'all, is he's... She really went after you're, him. Like, you're, you're right. going to destroy her. You're going to hurt her. He's he's strangely wearing a shirt that says, forget the mistakes. And if that's oh. not a symbol Woo. of his life and his philosophy... Ugh. Um, and he y'all, says... He stepped down as manager. As cleaning and manager. Like, you need to talk to him about... Talk to her about that. And that's... Where we find out, you know, he's frightened that she will leave, and that's why I didn't tell. He's like, I'm petrified of losing her. And, but the mom says, she's like, this is why you've been trying to work. And she's like, you have to face this. Cause she also says, you're making yourself sick. Yeah. So he is at a picnic God, table. So much moves that, that would have been already done with a 90 day fiance. This would have been four episodes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, and so I wonder how much footage they had to edit. Probably so much. I, I can't even imagine, especially with, with seven couples. They had so much footage. That, yeah, it's a lot. For this was expensive. For Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. He is, uh, he said, today I'm going to come clean to Christine. And he says, I wasn't truthful about finances. You already know that. And I'm also no longer a cleaning manager. And her face was like, Bitch, please. And she went, so how are we going to do that? We also have to support our kids in the Philippines. She says that. And he's like, yeah, about that. I know that um, I know that we said that, but we need to work on our finances here. And that's when, I don't know if you, did you, you could see Christine's face darken. And at one point she went, this is not how I ever expected this would be because he basically told her that her kids were his kids. And for the first time he made an illusion that no, your kids are your kids and my kid is my kid and we need to fix stuff for us. I mean, he comes back later when he's crying and says, you gave me three wonderful children and then you gave me Christian. So he kind of gets back, but well, mm, a caveat to this, he, sh- he he's a messaged about this. And I don't know how old are her kids. They are. Some they look were like they look. Some of them. I don't know. Some what of the them age look teenage. The but some thought they were like older than like 
17 or 18 and should be able to live on their own. Yeah, I, I understand that. But one daughter However, seems younger. However, he promised to do that. He did promise to do that, And yeah. he refers to them as their kids. He does. He does. And But when she looked at him and she's like, oh, you're so stupid. You should have told me. And the weirdest thing is, I did not, I never thought she was trying to hurt him. No. She was saying, you're so stupid. You just should have told me this. We could have worked this out. I don't think she would have broken up with him. No, that's the thing. And she, then she said, the fact that, do you think I'm with you because of your money? The 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 context here is y'all. She's like, she, you have nothing. I'm with you because I want to be. When she said, "How stupid you are!" Yeah, you think I'm that kind? Like meaning that kind of a person, right? And and he said, it really, y'all. If she's conning him, she's a good con because I, that looked like <sighs> such it just it guttural her. hurt. And at one point, she said. He said, so you do think I'm going to... And he said, I don't know. And in that moment, you watched her face, and she kind of looked askance. And in that moment, she said, I've calculated all this wrong. And that's when... She's such a survivor. I love it. And she's like, that's when... In that moment is when she said, I need to get out of here and stay with my friend so I can get my head on straight. And... Because she she told him, she said, look, you're treating me like shit to judge me in that way. She said, this I is thought fucking we were compelling. partners. And, and Sean says, I know you don't love me just for money. And he, that's where he said, you showed me what love meant. Even before Christian with three beautiful kids, I couldn't ask. He's crying. She's crying. And she said, kind of through tears, she said, don't lie to me because it really hurts. Right. Oh. And I wrote, this is riveting. This is like, actually, actually riveting. riveting. And she looks at her when she talks in on her on her ITM. She says, "Well, she's like, we're empty, we're Ugh. empty." And she means money wise, they are empty. So, but is that a metaphor? Because well, all the lies. But anyway, so she basically is packing, and he's like, "Where are you going?" See, you said that probably in that moment. I think maybe she was just kind of in shock. Maybe, and then probably when she got home, it was a. This, See, I've got to get my head wrapped around. I this. think she makes decisions very quickly. I think so too, but she's trying, but she can't. It's hard to make it. I think you're right. I think she realized I need to get out of here to, to clear my head to make a mm-hmm. decision so Sean's not always on top of me. Boy, but and she said, and you and I understand why she did because he'd be wandering in the house going, Do you forgive me? Do you forgive me? She's, yeah, she's treating, I will say though, she's treating him so kind. Yeah. Like where she looks at him and she says, I'm sorry, but I need to go. She doesn't yell at him. No. She doesn't shame him. No. She doesn't tell him what a piece of shit she is. She just says, I need to stay with my Filipino friend. Filipino Cuban. Filipino Cuban. To Birmingham. Birmingham. And she said, I'm just stressed. I'm lonely. I'm homesick. And he needs to realize how important I am to him. And It's a smart tactic. It's a smart tactic. And then... We get to see the segment of her friend because this is not a day UK and shit moves quick, y'all. I don't. Do we ever get a name? I never saw it. I never they don't do that a lot on this got show. Got a Chiron for we the name. We don't see um, the Chiron, and often too, they don't interview their friends. Some. Yeah. I uh, and she says, I expect. She tells her friend, I expected more, more happiness, more beauty when I came here, and she tells her friend about the finances, and she says don't know if I can forgive him for this. Do you think they're going to wind up together? Yes. I do too. Yeah. 
Because her friend even, um, where is it? My notes scrolled up. Eleanor. Um, I'm just making up that name. But her friend said, um, she could, the friend said, I was homesick too. She's like, uh, you know, you're going to get over that. And she said, she, her friend says, slowly you will trust him again. Mm-hmm. You will trust him. Because she reminded her, she, she, I forgot what she said, but it was, you're doing this for your family as well. Because mm-hmm. her friend is coming from the perspective of, you need to get out of your country, or at least you need to make a better life for yourself yeah. and your family. And she didn't say this, but she said, this is worth it to stick it out. And the weirdest thing is, that's what's so human from Christine that we've seen from a lot of other fiancés from really bad conditions, trying to make a better place, some, something like Hazel, of Tariq and Hazel. Oh, God. Who... I do not miss them. Well, I don't either, but... You would always wonder, we would always, is, is Hazel ever happy? I don't think it was ever about happiness for her. She was trying to make a better life for her kids. Yeah. And if this was the way to do it, yes, you just ride it out. Then she decided when she got to America that she could finally act on some of her feelings for women. Unless Tariq got another woman and then she freaked out. <laughs> Are they together? I can't remember. They broke up, but I think they're I, not together. I don't really ever want to see Tarzel again. Neither I don't dislike do I. them. They're just boring to me. She's it's, just too boring. It's not compelling because we feel that we don't feel a huge emotional bar. We, there, there's no, there's no, there's nothing to cross for us. There's no, there's not a ton of barriers, and we we tacitly we believe she's using him for money. We don't see the love there. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons why I think that's the reason why we kind of fall out of fall out of love with a lot of couples. Is I'm all out of love. I'm so lost without you. Mother Poodle's favorite group, Air Supply. <laughs> she saw them once in Charlotte and wouldn't shut the fuck up about it. She probably would bang with her high school boyfriend to it. No, she was. When did you think my mother went to high school? Air <laughs> Supply was like in the eighties. Oh wait, your mother loves them in the eighties. She would go to concerts in the eighties. No, she went to a concert and saw That's them in true. like the nineties or in the two thousands. My parent, I'm so impressed. My parents never went. My mother never went to musical concerts ever. Oh, my mother loved to go. Really? She doesn't go as much anymore. Good she for went, Mother Poodle. She went in her like in her 40s and 50s to a lot of concerts. With your dad? Oh, he never went. <laughs> no. Well, who would she go with? Aunt her friends. Jane? Oh. Just friends. Would your mother Aunt just Jane go get go drunk at an air supply concert? She might have a few too many. Good for her. My mother parties. I am impressed with her. She'll she, be out to she'll be out to dinner and drink a whole bottle of wine and tell your life story. I know it's just now when I've been, but maybe I've only been around her when you were in a coma and she was a ball <laughs> of anxiety. Yeah, it's, so I think of her like that. I think you. I think she does let loose a little bit. My mother really. She does it more now. She did it later in life. She didn't do any of it. Good for her. Yeah, y'all don't wait till you're. Don't wait till your kids are grown to let loose. Leave them with your fucking husband and go to a concert with your girlfriends. I think times have changed, though. I think That's, a lot of people do that. But back when we were, moms yep. didn't do that where I was from. Yep, I agree. Your mother didn't give a shit. She, she was did a trendsetter. It too. She did it, too, when my, when my brother and I were out of the house. 
So yeah, most people do when you're out, but not want. I have more respect no, for your to, mother. She went to concerts. She wouldn't shit about Rod Stewart either. She saw Rod Stewart. Wasn't he sexy to her? Oh, she, she should have seen him wearing these orange pants that were so tight. Cool. <laughs> and my brother and I was like, okay. If you like my body and you think I'm sexy. It's like, I used to love his long hair. <laughs> like, okay. Thanks. Father Poodle, can you grow your hair out? Absolutely not. <laughs> Shall we talk about Pat and her yacht? Yes. Did I tell you I had a yacht? I had a yacht. So she loves to go to Greece, y'all. And so she's asked Sam if he would go on a holiday in Greece. And it's weird because I feel like her plan was to get him over here ASAP. This episode was just a weird episode. It was like people were going, wait, I'm wondering because... A lot of sissies had said that the UK that the um, fiance process is way harder in UK. Yeah, and so I'm wondering. This if, is more the other way, ish. Yeah, so I wonder if they maybe started this format and be like, and decided, oh, we kind of have to come. This is more like the other way, and this we just what's an end goal? What's a destination? Like Emma's going to meet what's his name? Yeah. Pat's going to meet Sam on a yacht. Will, like, will he? These will be the last episodes. Will he or won't he? Yeah. It's very, are they going to meet? Yeah. Marvin is going to kill Calvin's mother in the <laughs> night. We don't know. Or Callum. I would kill Callum if he was like that to me. I God. would kill Callum. What an idiot. What an if, adult. If he, first of all, I don't, part of me said, is he doing this because there's a camera? Save it. Fud. <laughs> Y'all, if you even not- knew, if you even knew how much I hate, save it, screamed at me in that tone of voice. Every time you want to do it, I could picture myself reaching into your face and grabbing your face and just <laughs> twisting it. Just like I could crumple up a, a, an actual can of Coke. That's what I'd like to do to your face when you scream, well, save it at me. I just want you to talk about it in the appropriate time. Well, don't scream it at me. Would you remember me go, save it? Can you save this, please? Yeah, I'll go, save it. <laughs> yeah, you know what? All of it makes me angry. <laughs> there we I are. I changed my mind. Because <laughs> I don't want to be told what to do. I'm like destiny. Dude, I'm in labor. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. So, y'all... Pam, she's calling Sam and she's she's asking him. Uh, it's interesting. She says, I had recently gotten out of a relationship. And then I met Sam. She said, I recently came out of a relationship. She's not recently like now. She said, when she kind of is telling the backstory. But it yeah. is weird that she's telling it now. It makes it sound like I had recently came out of a relationship. Was that her last husband? Or I, I, I it was so because in, in the American version, this would have been, we would have understood where she was. It would have gone into to create a little empathy for Pat and us. She, she's it's, dodgy, as the Brits would say. I think she, we don't, she, Pat has secrets. But I there think. needs to be producers plot, uh, kind of prodding yeah, I know, her but that I think we she's need a to know. person. Yeah, I think you're right. So she asked him to go on holiday. Mm-hmm. 
And and then she asks questions like, well, you're from Pakistan, so have you been in a boat? Well, how can you do that? You can't swim. You can't swim. He, he says he's never swam before. I guess you haven't in your grass huts in Pakistan. Yeah. <laughs> She's quite. And what was she for a, a job? She was a teacher. She said, I something. don't remember. It wasn't a job that I think would make a lot of money. Nurse. Nurses, I, a sissy told me in Britain at our London meet and greet, I was just at, we ironically were talking about the healthcare system. I think she was a nurse. And she said, nurses do not make a lot of money. I don't Britain. know. I think Pat married well. Um, I think Pat married well several times. Yeah, I agree. I wonder if any of her husbands died by an accident. I'm telling you, Ooh. there's something there with Pat. Ooh. Usually this is you. It is I, so easy to cut a break line. I, I smell a conspiracy. <laughs> I'm telling you. You just, and you know, when you cut it, you just drive off in your car, wrap that scarf around your head, put on your sunglasses, and wait for the news bulletin to come in. <laughs> a gentleman was found with a car crashed over the seashore. All right, Rebecca. Was it? Rebecca. Isn't that movie where she, oh no, she kills him. Rebecca, no. What movie am I thinking of? That's it's like an old movie. It's a Hitchcock movie. Uh, they're all, they're all, they all do that. I know, there's one specifically and I can't think of it. The uh, Vertigo is the one where she's the, she's, she plants the sister. What happens? Spoiler alert. <laughs> What's the one when, when what is Rebecca about? Rebecca is, um, uh, that's the housekeeper. The housekeeper, like in a clock, right? What? I'm combining an old movie. Uh, <laughs> I'm confused. I'm confused. The Daphne du Maurier, Rebecca. Um, hold on. Oh, I, no, I need, no, I need to look it up now. Because you're, you've got me on. Okay, yeah. I'm just going to continue. So she finds out Sam only makes $179 a month or pounds a month. So she's going to fly his, he's going to, she's going to fly him out there. Yeah, Joan Fontaine. Um, uh, she said Rebecca too, when she Hitchcock. said, the way she infantilizes him, where she's like, ooh, he could be a queasy little boy on a boat. It's creepy. I went, this is not your son, Pat. This is weird. Weird. It's, it's creepy. It's weird. And she's like, God bless you. Like, I feel like we're going to get on the boat. Sam's going to be there. And suddenly we're going to see him in like a fucking uh, Dapper Dan, like Buster Brown outfit. And he has to carry around a lollipop. <laughs> and a sailor answer. suit. And he has to carry a lollipop the whole time. Yes. Can you play with your tune on your pipe? Yeah, exactly. And she just makes him do kids or she puts him in like diapers. It's full mother boy from Arrested yeah. Development. Yes. Yeah. It's bad. It's bad. That's when I decided Pat's an asshole. I think she is too. Yeah. <laughs> so she's going to look for clothes. She's like, I'm going to look for some charity clothes for my yacht. And you start to realize not only is she an asshole, she's also cheap. Is uh, she I, cheap or does she go to this store because she tells all her rich friends that like her outfit? Oh, well, I got it at the Goodwill. No, she would never tell her friends that. Okay, okay. But you know I think sometimes rich people try to be contrary? Maybe. I think she's trying to act like she has a lot of money with the whole yacht thing. But and she just rented out the yacht. 
We yeah, need to know she, more about I think yacht she, sissies. Let us know, British sissies, if, if it's if it's because you can't just say I have a yacht if that yacht is a timeshare. I bought me a yacht. My yacht pleased me. <laughs> I put my yacht under yonder tree. My yacht said, "Boom, boom." <laughs> <laughs> That's niche. That is niche. Aaron Copeland, Old America songs. If you, if you knew it, if you knew I bought me a cat, which is what that's from. Wow. So I wrote down, this is some privilege. That song is always so stupid sung operatic. The cat says, fiddle I feed. I want cat. Cat meow, meow. It's so fucking stupid. It, it is, it is, it does feel... Like the high pretension, it does feel like singing the ABCs operatically yes, sometimes. Yes, thank you. That's yeah. a great way to put it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Were even gonna- though, even though he chose, uh, Copeland chose people like William Warfield to to debut. William Warfield, a bl- very famous black baritone. Let me guess, both queens. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Got that right. Yes. They didn't fuck at all. I bet. Possibly. I have a fit. My theory is that American composers and performers who were gay at that time fucked each other all the time. I agree all with that. All of them. How can you not create for your music? Big sex logo? parties. Oh, yeah. Just <laughs> Why they made a biopic of Copeland? They should do that. I don't think anyone would go. Except for music people. People, people don't even know they who Copeland is. Bernstein. That's different. He was a celebrity. That's true. He was a celebrity. Yep. Where's a biopic of Ned Roarm when you need it? <laughs> she was shady. <laughs> Woo, she was a bitch. She slept with everybody. We're getting in. I'm sorry. I, I read all of her diaries. <laughs> Breakfast in the Rue de Morn. Cleaning the cum out of my ear. Stop! <laughs> no, that's what the diary said. I'm saying, no, I was the... But that, like they read like that. Oh, he left. Had diaries. a ravishing night. Oh, he had. He left very detailed diaries of things he did. Most of them were bitchy things. Like then so and so said this to so and so. It's very Annie Warhol of the music world. <sighs> Met Ravel today. He was a cunt. Did he really? Say <laughs> no, he didn't. Say that. <laughs> but that's kind of we're like... in a weird area, and, and only two people are enjoying this. Someone just screamed out. I need to read those dead Borough diaries. Only Michelle from Blighty Day is enjoying this. <laughs> we need to move on. Michelle, if you're listening, you do need to read those Ned Roram diaries. You would die. Uh, if you're in music, you you it is they're so juicy. They're so good. Especially if you know French music, like French music, turn of the century French music. Um boy. And like famous writers at the time. Me, basically. <laughs> We've got to move. Yeah, you po- poodle back then. Uh, anyway, they, she's, can't, tell, tell, tells Roz, the sales lady at Ross Dress for Less. She's like, it's my first holiday with my boyfriend, Sam. I have a yacht. You've got a yacht? How could you, she said, how could how you have a yacht? How do you have a yacht? You're shopping it. You're shopping at Clarence. She's like, and Pat's We like, met online. How old's your toy boy? He's 28. Oh, I had one of those myself one time. You're a kooka. <laughs> and the way it Pat keeps says, you young. I quite fancy myself a kooka. <laughs> like you said, they say toy boy there. Toy boy, yeah. Is that a British thing, y'all? Or is it she says it wrong? 
I think Toy Boy is British. If she says it wrong, though, that just makes her seem so old, and that would be fucking hilarious. I think Toy Boy is a thing. Let us know, sissies. So she said, I expect his his goatee is rather smart. I expect it would tickle when I kissed him. (laughs) Again, slightly infantilizing. The idea of it. Yeah. Yeah. But we got more Anne. Anne is going to come round. She was more subdued. Now, again, talk about they tell they film this out of order. It's not a wig because she she's you see her gray coming. It's yeah. actually her real hair and it's real cute. But her hair got cut in I'm her worried in the about moment. Pat meeting a man she hadn't met proper. Very, <laughs> yeah, she's very worried for her to go across the country. And so it's so weird because Pat goes, well, it's very simple, Anne. All we have to do here, let me just call him up and you can have a chat with him she's like can i trust you sam <laughs> and sam's like oh yes remember yes, i love age is just a number i love her she's my number one and i'm not worried about that and she's like give me a kiss sam give grammy a kiss and she kisses her phone with that lipstick and i keep thinking you have to take <laughs> lipstick off of your phone all the fucking time and finally says but i won't be happy till i've seen it with my own eyes <laughs> Your attention's all durable. <laughs> I know I'm not doing her voice right, but the own eyes. <laughs> and Anne looks at her and goes, well, he is a good-looking young man. And she's like, that's why she's there for the dick. He's a good-looking lad. And I can he? see where attraction counts. <sighs> Yikes. Anyway, and Pat says, maybe we'll get you one, too. He's got a brother. And Anne goes, oh, really? Oh, really? Now that's a different book for the bear, baby. <laughs> that's one for the books. Yeah, that's what you. That's the one for the books. Hey, I mean, forty years. <laughs> if I want Anne to be like, this is the plot line I want. I want Anne to say, I want to come down to this yacht. Yes, to make sure you're okay. I want Sam to bring his brother, and then I want this brother to seduce Anne. <laughs> Give me that storyline. What are you saying? <laughs> Who are you? Who are you? What's going to happen, I think, is... I think you're half right. I think Anne Anne's will go. go with her. Sam will not come. They will just go off on the yacht together. You think? Mm-hmm. What? So, I pause and... Sam hasn't so, shown any reluctance. Why do you think he wouldn't go? Uh, when it seems like he wants to come to the UK. I think she's going to start asking too many questions next episode. Next episode. About uh, marriage. Marriage. Yeah. Speaking of, y'all, I told you, did I not say, don't count Callum's mother out? Oh, this queen. She, I love this mother. What's her name? I uh, I forgot. Lisa. No, I don't know. It's Caroline, I think. I think you're right. I feel like it's Caroline. But we'll just call her mum. Caroline! We'll call her mum. Um, Y'all, they're off to a distillery. And this is a perfect date, by the way. I love a distillery. (laughs) Yeah, and so they're all sitting there having drinks. And basically, mom says, she's like, I know what I'm like when I have a bit of gin. So I'm hoping to get to know Marvin better. And I think one of the reasons why both of us reacted to Callum this way is he's pretty insufferable in this episode but it's like he thinks he's in father of the fucking bride or something he's like i'm gonna go to the bathroom so you all can talk it's 
he, I guarantee you, there are Disney posters all over his room. Or if they were, oh. they were there. Just they, he finally got rid of them three years ago. It's it is it is hard. He was extremely unlikable in this in this episode for me. I mean, I would say, I mean, it was annoying, but annoying because he's so fucking juvenile and immature. Yeah, and not and also. He is not looking at this realistically at all. Yeah. So he goes to the restroom and y'all like a pant like a blonde panther in a nice Cato top. Uh, Mum says, Well, it's just us. Do you think the column is the one? So you think, yeah, you think things will move on. And he and then Marvin, this is where I went, oh, maybe he's not a good con because he says, Yeah, I actually was going to ask you an idea of how I can propose. Thinking about proposing, yeah. And mom's like, oh, she drinks, she belts back another she thing at Jen. And she's like, well, she said, it's, that's quite soon, isn't it? She's like, I wonder, is this moving all too yeah. fast? Usually it takes a, we got, we got, we dated for a while, then we got, then we got engaged, then that was another year. Just enjoy the time you've got. Don't go fast. Which is a great Suggestion, everybody. It is. <laughs> and then the music becomes like a fucking uh, Chris Hemsworth Netflix movie. <laughs> or just goes, <laughs> it sounds like talk about Jason Bourne. It literally sounds like a car chase from fucking. That's no, ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's, but it is because Marvin, he said, I felt very nervous and I worried. And I think, is Marvin worried? Because so he's worried that she's not happy. This is what I want to pose to you. Yeah. Is he worried? A. He, that the mom won't support him and he won't have the love and support of the mother, or B, he knows Callum is very close to his mother and that the mother could get in the way if she doesn't support this it's and ruin B. it. It's B. Yeah. I feel like it's B, y'all. And I think one of the reasons why he's a little for the rest of the for the rest of their segment, why he's a little distant. Or is it C, this is a ploy to get him for Callum to beg him to marry him. Oh, that's interesting. A lot of that. Sorry, go ahead. But I think they have talked about marriage a lot. And Callum is not talked about. He almost acts like that he just mentioned it. But you are right. Yeah, I think, I think Marvin has talked about marriage, and Callum has 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 said, "Well, that's man stuff. We don't talk about that." Uh, and but but encouraged it. Yeah. But encouraging alluded that he would have said yes. Right. Whereas to Becky and his other friends, he acts like, "Oh, I don't know about that." Well, that's all because he thinks of himself as fucking Julia Roberts. In, he does. In any, he does think ugh. of Notting Hill. God. I just, I went to that bookstore when we were in London. I didn't mean to. I was just walking by. For women or gay men or anyone who has got this passive, someday my prince will come, you have to make your life happen. No, your prints will come. They'll come usually on your face, and then they're going to leave. And they're going to leave. Yeah, so that's where they come, y'all. This is – this passively going through your life like this is not the way. It, this is not the way, y'all. Stop it. It's not the way. Yeah. It doesn't happen anymore unless – even if you're a – unless you were a debutante and your family – Kind of paraded you around, and and you and you the, the best of the best of the suitors were able to choose from you. Ooh, that would have been nice. Yeah, I guess. Um, one you. Anyway, they are walking in the dampness of Perth. Bet and cornbread there too, just good food. Sorry, I'm thinking about my debutante ball. Okay, 
Sorry, I'm here. This looks miserable, this weather. <laughs> the, the landscape looks beautiful. Yes. But the weather. This weather. Look, I'm sorry, Scots. I can't do this. <laughs> when it's when it's rainy here for like three days, I'm out on my ledge. Yeah, I wonder <laughs> when is the best time to go to Scotland? I guess summer. summer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very dark. Yeah. Um, and Callum just says, oh, "Isn't this the perfect place to propose?" And Marvin's walking around, like, looking so, so just in his head. The the other option I can think of is, is Callum doing this for the camera that this would be? (sighs) Yes, I think he's doing it all because being on the show, everything is his fairy tale romance. I kept saying, stop it, stop it. Callum's like, I think it's the perfect time for him to propose. We can look at the view, look at this beautiful view. (laughs) This rainy Overcast. And then in one of the most desperate things I've ever seen on television. Calvin I agree with you. Holding his hand and he looks and he goes, come on. Where's, where's the, ring? the ring? And Marvin just sits there. He <sighs> said, I'm sitting there. I'm alone at home having my parents not accept my situation. I don't have the support like he does. I'm not sure if his family is going to be supportive. And he acts as if, and I went, wait a minute. So you're going to act as if you're so worried about his relationship with his family that you are scared to ask him to marry you? And I thought, if you tell him that, well played. I agree. It will be his, that will be a a coup de grace. I don't feel like Marvin is that smart to do it. Yeah, I don't think he is. Maybe he is. I think part of the issue here is that we don't know enough of Marvin's private thoughts. He doesn't give us a lot in in the moments. No, no. And I bet producers were trying to just draw it out of him. And I don't know if that is something that's in the editing or it just isn't there. I don't. It's it's interesting. What about these two men who talked all the time? Would you have ever put these two men together? Because they don't seem to have personalities that seem to meld. I think Callum will go with whoever says Is he that lonely? You. Yeah. I think Callum. Wow, think, that's dark. But no, I think, no, I mean, I I think that's fair. And, and more people do that than you think. I think Marvin, Marvin was just someone who asked. He was there. He was there. He was. He was the person who said it. And he said yes. So it's the first person who has, and even though he said I've had relationships in the past, what makes Mm, yeah hook up from Grinder for like three weeks, or that he (laughs) met on met on what on Growler, Growler or Scruff? In there, Growler. Yes. (laughs) Knew that real quick. It's mostly for bears. Then what scruff? I thought scruff is not for all for bears. No, oh. for everybody. You've been uh, out of the game. Yeah, yeah, it's no out of the game. So he does end, and Marvin says, "I'm going to need her support if I'm going to ask Callum to marry me." And Ugh. I just said, "Whoa, whoa!" I was not prepared <laughs> for that. You know, if you want something to marry you, just give him a little bit of super body. <laughs> Please, no, I can't new, do this right my now. My new fragrance from Kimberly. And my very sensuous, beautiful lamb smells like vanilla, honeywood, feeder, and Nigeria. (laughs) 
get you to now go to my Instagram link. Airport bathroom. You can spray it in an airport bathroom. You can spray it when you're sitting on Scotland, you're waiting for your man to marry you. Just spray some Superbody Splash, and he'll say, Yes, I do. That's Kim Bailey's new Superbody Splash. Make sure you buy it soon, or it's going to go bad. 108 sprays. 108 sprays. 108 sprays to say, I'm a potential. That's really on your website. Because that's what Callum wants to be. Callum wants to be a potential fiance. Potential fiance. I know how you feel. That's all I've got. That's I, the show, everybody. I am honestly, I have no idea of how this show's going to end up. Isn't it nice? It's kind of it nice. It is nice. In a good way. Like, we don't know. Because, although Happily Ever After has not gone the way we thought. But we... we that show's more predictable, though. But we but, called 90 Day, this last season, 90 Fiance, we called every single person. Yeah. I'm still annoyed that his parents, her, that her, his parents did not show up at that wedding that they had. Jabriz. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, I didn't think. You thought, yeah. I was not surprised. You, you, you said it. You said, oh, I think they're going to show up. I'm, but I'm like 90% sure. There's, those were your exact words. I was, I was way, you were like 50 feet, but I, I really thought they weren't. I, I, no, I said a 90% chance they won't show. A 10%, re- I thought, oh, I don't remember that that well, way. I thought I was more like I could see them not coming. No, you agreed with me. I agree with you, but I really didn't think they would. I thought it would be more. <laughs> You're saying two fi- things. I have to go back. I don't remember what I. I don't remember. I felt. Because I hated her. I felt like she wouldn't. I don't know. We don't know what we said, I y'all. I can't remember. We just did the love is blind after the altar, and we can't remember, did we like Sal or not? <laughs> so listen to that episode, y'all. The first episode's out for free, and then the other two will be on their Patreon and on Supercast. On Supercast. Supercast. No, stop from it. From now on. Go on a supercat and just, you can look at it 108 times. <laughs> we call these people lonely hearts, y'all, because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places, poodle? Yes. And if you just Googled divorce in Japan, <laughs> first stop for everything, call us. fights are unavoidable but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale that's the reality for brothers prince william and prince harry they were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties wondry's podcast dis and tell is hosted by comedians sydney battle and matt belisai Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 